Hey guys and girls, welcome to episode 144 of the Spartans in Pajamas podcast. My name is Loz, I'm your host. Uh, as always, we've got Dolph. Hello. We've got Star. Hello. We've got Bob. Hello. And then returning after a long period, and most welcome, Jazz is back as well. Woo! No! Woo! <laughs> nice. But technically we have two stars, because I've got a little... You're puppy. Oh, yeah, and you're oh, yeah, of course. Also, yeah. Jazz completely ignored the fact that we introduced bag. them back into the podcast for a while. No, I heard it. I, I just know it's been a while. I know, but you didn't say shit. You could be like, whoa, no, or something like that, but you just didn't. <laughs> so, I, I said ayo, no, that was didn't it. Hear it. I did. <gasps> no! Is your I sound gate? I'd check your sound gate on Discord. I bet you it's fucking you up. <laughs> Probably, but it's fine. I did say Ayo, I promise. Okay. I promise. So, um, as it stands now, we're in that weird little uh, bit of skim between Christmas and New Year. The calm before the storm. Yeah. We're, we're in the taint between <laughs> Christmas and New Year. <laughs> Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Oh. Quasies. Christmas was fucking mental at my pub. We broke records uh, financially for what we took. And Congratulations. Yeah, well, it just means hopefully we can pester our uh, bosses for more money for the staff night out. Yeah. You fucking better. If okay. not, just let me know. <laughs> oh, they're tight asses, though. That's the issue. Well, Matthew, give me my money. Let me know. No, it's I not Matthew. It's the above that don't want to give us the monies. Don't worry. I will beat them up, too. I just need to win I the lottery, a... and then I'll just buy the broom. Like, I am the boss now. Fuck off. I am the boss. Treat my boys and girls better. And I'll take yeah. the revenue. Fuck yeah. If not, you're going to put the orange cap on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you remembered that. I'm glad you remembered that. Well, hello, I'm right. I've come to give you a good fucking kick in. I thought you were just—I thought you were just gonna stop at fucking like my mind has been in a weird place. <laughs> no, you really. <laughs> but um, oh, I could make Rage as a separate character because he could look exactly Good. like Loz, but just be wearing an orange cap and different because he he talk more with that London style accent, and he's very like. But please, Growly. please don't call him Rage. Don't don't name him Rage. Give him an actual name. Uh, yeah, I don't know then. I'll have to figure out a name for him. But it seems to be like my RP characters are all Clarks. <laughs> I fucking hate because every time we talk about like multiple dimensions, Bella was just like, "Okay, dude, trying to get a hold of Nadia. This motherfucker needs to be." <laughs> oh, I already <laughs> said that if I went to Parsons, they'd lock me the fuck up in like. Like, uh, probably, but that's how I played it. My the the story canon is that the creator grabbed me and pulled me out and put me into a new body, but he didn't take the memories out of the old but out of the new body. So I still have both memories, which sometimes fucks with his head. That's why before we fell out, he'd sometimes call you Sammy. You you want to know something? You you could have just said I moved states. This one clothes. Yeah, it would have well, been a lot simpler because a lot think... of people they're just like, yeah, from my last date, and you're over here from the other dimension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I deliberately <laughs> went like harder on it. I was like, I want to be I traumatized can't... by it. Oh yeah, it's one of the reasons why I killed off Sammy and everybody. They're just like, you haven't brought Sammy back. I'm like, she did. He died. Mm. 
KO. But that's the thing when when the new state uh well the new city opens, Loz is just transferring. <laughs> he's not he's not he's not Dude, being two dimensionally pulled. I was gonna say, I swear <clears throat> to fucking god, if you do like oh my god, I've been, I've been at three different dimensions. I I would literally <laughs> just shoot you and you, so then you'd have to make a new character. Your character would literally perma. Yeah, no, he's gonna be what you call it. It's just gonna be like this is going to be a, re- a reborn version of No Life in my in Loz's head. Everything's very much similar, but different enough where it's okay. I will think. also let you know you do not know the twins from any past life or anything. I don't know who the twins are. Well, good. Good. We're going to keep it that way. You'll okay. find out in RP. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I can't wait to, to own Benny's. <laughs> my business application is give please <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to be but um, no way. I know that I've been told pretty <laughs> no! much how people will get okay, the um... I got mute oh, okay but yeah how people have got like um, they've got to apply for things I've been told pretty much I'll just get that because of the work I put in on the previous server like how we've gone into RP talk we're not even fucking really doing RP talk um, Bob Dolph, what have you guys been up to? How have you been with uh, the whole Christmas period? You go first, Bob. Mm, not a lot, really. Like, obviously, Christmas Day was weird. Yeah. Yesterday, Boxing Day. What? Yesterday was Boxing Day. Yesterday was Boxing Day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. did fuck all. True. Same that. Today, know. Wednesday, I got dressed and I've been out to poll. Mm. And I've took the little puppy for a walk because she's fully vaccinated now, so she's allowed to go out on walks. Nice. Yeah. And get rained on. Get rained on. My cooking clock's just going to go off now. Of course it is, because it's <laughs> nine o'clock. Yep. Sorry, we can't hear it. Hey, the gate and the thing on, on like the phones for the. It's a very, it's a very special cooking clock. clock. Um, my brother and sister-in-law went on holiday. Oh no, I can't hear it. <laughs> Exactly. See, it's loud. Get the fuck up. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. Um, they went to the Black Forest in Germany, where they make the cuckoo clock. So they got me one from there. Yeah. So okay. yeah. Okay. okay, hear me out, right? A Samuel L. Jackson cuckoo clock that comes out and goes, "Get up, motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. I went there. Yeah. Other than taking the pupper out for a little walk, realizing that she is terrified of wind. Oh bless it! Because it's been super windy, hasn't it? Yeah. Especially when it rained earlier, the rain was coming sideways. Yeah. Well, it was when I was on my way back because I poles half six till half seven. Mm. So on the way back, it was absolutely lashing it down. It was horrible. And of course, that's when my dad chooses to ring me. Like dad, driving. And it's chucking it down with rain. I cannot concentrate on both things. I will ring you when I get home. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it. I'm just watching, pretty much just been monging out and um, what's the word? When you watch load, yeah, binging. That's it on Arrow because it's on ITVX. So I've just started series six. Uh, you want to look on ITVX for Letterkenny as well. That's worth watching. Mm. Me and, me There's and quite Jazz a lot of good stuff lockdown. on there, actually. Yeah, me and Jazz during lockdown, I'd stay up like stupid late. 
and mm. they would like stream it on the on the video thing here on Discord, and yeah. we just sit and watch it. I I must have watched yeah. about all the seasons uh, that was currently out at that time in like um, a couple of weeks because we watched like nine or ten episodes a night. I was like I couldn't go to work, couldn't do anything else. Vlad was in bed. He wasn't getting up early. I wasn't getting up early. We'll just do that. But um, worth a watch. Very, very funny. Very fucking good. It's Canadian comedy as well, so it's not like uh, some of the jokes are very fucking funny because they're not your typical American affair, mm. comedy-wise. They've got that edge yeah. to them. Definitely. I will look it up. I will look it up and add it to my list. Awesome. Uh, Dolph Star, how was your combos? Uh, yeah, Christmas Eve was alright. Busy. We was, we was more busy between three and nine for Christmas Eve than we were in the evening, which is shocker, to be fair. I mean, I did a quick look at the takings before we left, and we uh, were a bit shy of what we did the, the, the year prior. Yeah. Yeah. So I've um I went I went to the did the lines this morning, and whilst clambering about, I kind of headbutted the ceiling. You don't want to do that, it hurts. Oh. Yeah, so I've got a bit of a lump there, so I'm just trying to... I've got a bit of an ice pack on it, trying to take it down, but... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Our cellar is <coughs> fucking stocked. It's like... <laughs> oh, we had to... And the funny thing is, we got our delivery... I said, uh, when was the 24th? It was a Sunday. So we got the mm-hmm. delivery on the... Twen- uh, the 20th, I'd like to say. Yeah. So we had mm-hmm. it all stocked up, and... Our next delivery now is not until the new year, and we're already running out of cars, bro. Yep. So, um, D- Dolph, you know Thornbridge Brewery, right? I've heard of them, yes. Okay, so we had Crackendale, which is one of their premium, like, strong pale ales. Crackendale, real strong ale. I call it Crackhead Dale. Um, it lasted two and a half hours on Christmas Eve. Holy shit! Yeah, a full nine lasted two and a half. We have a we have a guest ale called Rockin' Rudolph. Yeah, I think that's been a gone nice. for us. It's not a bad ale, actually. It's quite um, it's quite malty. We've had Rosie Nosy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's been and gone. Um, but yeah, th- then we put on Jaipur afterwards. Uh, Thornbridge Jaipur. Mm. And that lasted about four hours because it came on. I was going to say Jaipur is very popular. And then it, it got boshed on Christmas Day when we opened for the two hours. But the the Christmas week because C- Christmas Day was on the new week, so. Christmas Eve was the last day of that week, uh, financially. Yeah. We had a record-breaking day on Christmas Day, best one we've ever done, and then it's pushed us over the best week we've ever done. So, nice. Um, well, speaking of, uh, the new year starts on a Monday, in a week. Yeah, it does. I need to figure out what um, day my birthday's on this year. Yeah. I really don't want to go to work <laughs> this year. It's a Wednesday, and it might be a podcast day as well. Yeah, not one more quick thing to say. I'll pass you over to the lovely, lovely star. Mm. But yes, we've been. I don't know, I might be working till six on New Year's Eve in the morning. Not oh, the afternoon, so not morning. Fuck me. <laughs> but yeah, sorry. I've got a, I've got a very rare New Year's Eve in with the other half, and I plan to nice. have a couple of drinks. Yeah, good. I see if I shift this. If I don't shift this cold before then. <laughs> so I'm um, a little bit unwell. You can probably hear it in my voice, but a little bit deep voice than I normally am. How does that work out? But yeah, so lovely star. She uh she cooked Christmas dinner on her lonesome on Monday. Yeah. Well, I was um adjudicating from the dining room. 
for times and whatnot. But yeah, she did it all on her own, minus the York she had cooked the day before. But no, it was really, it was really, really nice. And the day before, the, so the twenty Saturday, 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 Saturday to Sunday, I spent with my um, like my sisters, my dad, my brother-in-laws, and my nephews. <laughs> And like all the adults played card against cards against humanity. Yeah. Oh my gosh, mm. I was dying with laughter. It Dude, was so funny. It's so vile, but it's fucking great. It's it great is. Game. Oh my god, somebody yeah, answered. The only problem is though, because uh, we had look, little kids. We had, they had, like, had four kids upstairs sleeping. So, so they, they, they weren't sleeping. They were playing. Okay. Every time we heard like a door, we had to be like, stop, right. stop, <laughs> with the whole, stop with the vulgarity. We'll wait till they went and then carry on. Mm. I just looked what? up. Uh, there is a podcast recording on my birthday. <laughs> oh wow! Cool. Hey, Wednesday the first of May this year. Hey. That's if um. Unless we fuck up and take a week. Well, not so much fuck up. It's if we, it's if we don't have a podcast where we've got hardly any topics. Yeah. When's the um, football pit podcast? Um. Uh, but it's still like a whatever. We're on one forty-four, right? Uh, it's one fifty sock puppets. Can't remember yeah. what what. Yeah, I'm just checking what? new. We're on one forty four today, so, so it's okay, six, well, more, six, six, six more podcasts. Yeah. So that's what eight weeks. Yeah. Well um, March twentieth is a uh, puppet day. Is the well the um weird one? God, that's come around mm. already. Hmm. Make sure you got yeah, your stuff it's kids. Yeah. March 20th is when it's due. Practicing your sock puppet voices because they can't be the same as your normal voices. No, they can be. We're always literally going to do is I'm just going to record the screen for the video thing and just have the sock puppets there instead. <laughs> That's literally going to be it. I'm going to be like lent to one side and the camera's going to be focused on the sock puppet and the microphone. That's going to be it. <laughs> That's how we're going to do it. Mm. But, um... Jazz, we didn't really hear about your Christmas, to be honest. Um, how was it? All right? Did you go back to see your family, or did you just stay where you were? Nice. I, I don't know if it's the, the filter that's catching the voice on Jazz, or if they're just not talking. Oh, it's very quiet on my end as well. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't heard. I couldn't hear anything, unfortunately. Because the back unmuted, which means they should be back to talk, but I don't mm. know. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll just assume that. Yeah, it was. It was Christmas. So, um, shall it was we Christmas. move on shoozy topics? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh you back? Oh. Can you hear me? There we go. Oh, me, oh. Can you okay. hear you? Yeah. It's big. Like my Wi-Fi has been going in and out. Um. So before Christmas, my dad did have a stroke. Oh. So oh. deal with that. Um, apparently he didn't tell anybody until my sister noticed a few days later. For fuck's sake. So, he legit has to stop smoking, and if he smokes again, there's a possibility it will kill him. Um, oh, my mom threw a fit because mm -hmm. I was in a Discord call with my friends, and I had them turned down very low, but apparently it woke her up. So instead of talking to me like an adult, like, hey, I'm trying to sleep, can you keep it down a little bit? She stared at me and then <laughs> went to the living room and then fell asleep there. And then the next day, she came home. Um, 
the door was locked and she didn't have keys. So instead of just knocking or texting us, hey, I'm locked out, she grabbed the handle and repeatedly slammed the door. What? Oh my god. As if that was going to be better. So then we let her in and then she's throwing a fit. Um, and then my sister has to clean up the room that I'm going to be moving in because I do have to move back home mm-hmm. soon. Um, so my sister has a bunch of her stuff still in that room. And um, there's not much I can do because a lot of it she has to go through and figure out what the fuck she wants. If she's going to keep it, if she's going to throw it away. Yeah. And um, she asked me, okay, so how are you going to organize this room? And I'm like, well, I have my bed, my dresser, my entertainment system, my desk, and my couch. And she's like, oh, that's not all going to fit in here because, and she pointed at everything that was hers and said, this all needs to stay in here. Oh, that's Which gonna go, means there's sh- going to be a skip on the first day. <laughs> Whatever you don't fucking move out there, it goes in the fucking skip. Mm-hmm. So, if, if I've got to move uh, back, you've got to shift your shit. So she basically um, thinks I'm only going to get a corner. And I'm just like, that's not going to happen. So um, I may have to move a bunch of shit eventually out to a different side of that room so I can have my area. So moving back on Saturday. And I have a feeling my mom is expecting me to leave everything here due Mm. to the fact she has only asked one person to come and help. And it took four people just to get my entertainment system in this apartment. Oh, shit. Blimey. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. And then your sister refusing to leave all of her stuff. That's not not fair. It it really is. Does she still live there or does she live somewhere else as well? Oh, no. She still lives there. She moved into the room I had before I moved into my apartment. So it's smaller than the room she's in. But she moved her bed, her vanity, and a desk in there and then bought all new furniture. Yeah. So she's got to get rid of her old shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But one of the dressers we can't get rid of due to the fact it was my grandparents. And she doesn't yeah. have room in her room now because she has. Well, she also. Well, she has her the dresser in the closet, and then she has all of her clothes in the closet. So she the room is tiny. Like I barely had enough to fit my shit in there. Um, but she just has a lot more shit due to the fact the room she was in before is not an actual room. It was an add-on to the house. And we just turned it into a room. She was only supposed to have, like, maybe a quarter of it. And every time she bought something new, she pushed my dad's stuff off to the side to the point where eventually that whole add-on was her room. Mm-hmm. So she basically kicked my dad out of the spot. Um, but it is what it is. Well, I think the one eventually... plus point about all this, though, is you'll have more reliable internet, which means you'll be around more... So, I have a feeling my parents went to the internet that I have. So, I'm going to kick everything that I have. Um, so, like, my Roku, my um, phone, anything like that. That's going to go onto my parents' Wi-Fi. And then mm-hmm. my computer is just going to stick with mine. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. crossing fingers, that does help a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your sister just needs to get move her shit, really. Yeah. Just yeah, like, like she... <laughs> Um, she was able to get, like, we had at least 12 bags of trash that we threw outside. So we're waiting for those to get picked up. She has uh, two bags of clothes that she's going to donate and a bag of shoes. But she still has um, 
two dresser, no, technically three dresser fulls. She has a closet and a half still of clothes. Well, you know what you do? You give her the famous, and that sounds like a you problem to her when she says, well, I need this mm-hmm. stuff to stay here. It's like, well, I've got all my stuff coming back from Vegas. So you, oh, yeah, my mom, <laughs> you like she, my mom is it. very adamant on me getting rid of my couch. And I'm like, no, this is my first adult purchase that I literally didn't have any. Well, help with, yeah. Okay, you kind of dropped, by the way. And she's just like, well, we can't take everything, so you're going to have to leave something. She wants me to leave my desk. And I'm like, okay, are you going to buy me a new one? And she's like, well, not right away. Which (laughs) means I won't get a new desk if I leave this one here. I won't get a new desk until December. No, if they're making you move home, it's like, okay, everything comes with me. No no Mm -hmm. compromise. I'm like, I'm... I'm like all this stuff, and then she, my mom's also saying that the pots, pans, dishes, cups, and everything that I have, it will have to go into her kitchen so that she can use them. Okay, um, no. how much is she paying you for those things? She's she's not because she bought them for me for Christmas last year. Oh, so that was a gift that she's taken back from you. So don't mm-hmm. buy her anything for a birthday this year and be like, oh, you know those pots and pans that you took off me from. You gave me last Christmas. Happy birthday! Yeah, I'm just like, I'm like, this is one of the reasons why I don't want to move back. Like, I was literally talking to uh, my godmother, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't want to move back because of her. And then she explained um, when me and my sister originally first moved out, I thought my sister, okay, she's older, like, she wants to move in with her boyfriend. Because he had asked my dad, hey, can she move in with me? And my dad's just like, yeah, that's actually perfectly fine. You guys been together for a while. Turns out, <coughs> my mom gave my sister an ultimatum. Oh. She said, you have too much power in this house. It's either you leave or I leave. <laughs> okay. So well, my I- sister left. And then I had left, too, because I was done with how my mom was treating me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my dad was talking to some family, and um, he's just like, yeah, like, I don't know why they want to leave, but, like, I'm happy they're doing things that they want to do. And someone had brought up about my mom's ultimatum, and he's just like, excuse me? <laughs> she, did, she did what? Went to her. And was just like, okay, you have two options. You get my kids back into this house where they belong, or, you get the fuck or out. you're out of here. <laughs> yes. And so she called my sister. My sister wasn't answering. I wasn't answering. And um, I was sitting, like, I guess me, my sister were sitting with my godmother on my godmother's bed. And we're just <laughs> like, we don't know what to do. She keeps calling. And she's like, just, just answer it. See what happens. And so my sister goes back and my mom said, you need to come back home. I need you and your sister to come back home. Didn't give a reason, just you need to <coughs> come back home. Well, she definitely needs to know that she's not the fucking king or queen bee of the fucking place anymore. It's not how that's yeah. going to work going forward. Especially with the, like, I'm just like, I know I'm going to get into a screaming match with my mom one day. Mm. I, it's gonna happen. It's already happened because mm-hmm. of um a restaurant messing up the order because she wasn't paying attention and she expected me to know what the fuck she wanted. And while we were still in the parking lot, I would, she's just like, hey, do we have everything? I look, I'm like, okay, well, we have five, uh, like, four items out of the five. 
And my mom was just like, well, which one's missing? And threw her purse at me and said, find the fucking receipt. I was like, okay, cool. I'm calm right now. No, she was driving. Oh, so I, I was like, all right, I'm going to be calm right now. I'm like, okay, according to the receipt, we got everything what we had. We are still in the parking lot. We can go back inside and order your food because Ooh. it was hers that was missing. She said, no, I guess I'm going to fucking starve. Drove off, started speeding to the point where she almost hit cars. She was swerving in and out of traffic and she's cussing me out because I didn't make sure her food was ordered when I was given, um, like she told me you're responsible for yours, your brother and your sister's food. I will take care of mine and your dad's cool. We have a plan. So Mm. we get, we get to the house. She's slamming doors. And my dad's just like, what's wrong? And she said, I guess I'm fucking starving, according to them, because they didn't get my order right. I go inside with the food. I'm just like, I'm not going to fucking deal with this. I'm already about to go off. My mom comes inside the house, looks at me and said, why the fuck do you look sad for? You get a fucking eat. Oh, my God. So I screamed at her. <laughs> to the point my dad heard me outside and I said every fucking time you get upset about something so fucking small you take it out on me that guy that cashier asked you three fucking times if the order was right and you said yes that is on fucking you that is not on him that is not on me you need to grow the fuck up <laughs> yeah you need to deck her next time she, she's not gonna learn she needs she's to know. Know. yeah i mean she started solution. you were in the parking lot you could have gone back in and got her food but she decided no i'm gonna throw a tantrum exactly. and fucking drive i'm gonna be a petty bitch about it she yeah. started crying ran outside got in her car and drove off <laughs> my dad comes inside because i like i'm an angry crier so i'm bawling my eyes out and my dad said you just have to ignore it. She's just going to get mad about every little thing. You can't take it to heart. Like, you just need to ignore her like everybody else. I said, I fucking can't anymore. Do you understand? My childhood is filled with trauma because of her. And she doesn't believe it. Like, we have brought up multiple times when she has done something to us. And she's like, I never did that. Why are you making up lies about me? I never did that. I'm just like, oh, so all these witnesses, all yeah. of, all of us having the same memory of you doing it, you didn't do it because that would paint you as a bad person. <laughs> do you know next time you get into an argument, just turn around and go, stop being a fucking cunt and watch your face just hit the ground? Because I know how Americans don't like the C-bomb. You drop that on her, mm-hmm. she's going to go, oh! Oh, no. You're shut if, the shit out of her. If I go off on my mom again... I'm going to literally say, okay, are we going back to preschool? Because you're acting like a fucking toddler. Do we need to go back to our ABCs to learn how to talk to someone? Because you do not know how to. You want me to respect you, but you don't respect me. No, I get that. And so I already warned people that I may have a lot of depression episodes coming soon due Mm -hmm. to the fact of me moving back. And that's actually very sad to say, but yeah. I know it's true. Like my dad, he can't do much right now because of his, this. Yeah. 
especially because this is his second stroke. The first one affected his left side, so like he can pick things up, but he'll start mm. dropping things. Now yeah. it's affected his right side to the point where he can't even fully make a fist without it taking like a minute or two for him to actually fully do it. Um, it also affected his speech, so now he can't talk as long. Which means it's literally going to be me and my sister against my mom at this point. And sometimes it's going to be me against both of them. And I'm not ready for that. I mean, you do. You wait until they go to work and you put all the shit on the yard and go, next time, you sit on fire. You don't fucking leave it. Um, the thing is, like, my sister, she, she was with her job for, I think it was five, six years, and they had just let her go. <laughs> they let a bunch of people go, even though they just expanded, and my sister was one of the managers. So, my sister is actually... Me and her both aren't working right now. Mm. Um, my mom sees my dad having a stroke as, oh, you're going to be home more now, you so you get to help take care of your dad. Yeah. So yeah. she's putting that me and my sister are primary caregivers to my dad, but it's not going to stop my sister from going out and hanging out with her friends. Mm -hmm. And I think no. that's what my mom thinks it's going to stop. And my dad, he's just like, she is her own person. She yeah. shouldn't have to be the one to take care of me. No. It should be everyone helping in their own little yeah. ways. Not so everyone... um, there's a possibility, like, at night, I'll still be around in city and everything, but I'm going to be awake a little bit more because I'm listening for cues for my dad. So it's going to be interesting. Mm. I mean, it, it does suck, but, you know, hopefully... Um... If, if things come to a head, you'll be able to put the whole family situation to bed to a point where you get that control you need for it. Yeah, like for me, I'm me and my dad, we're homebodies. We don't like going out. Mm -hmm. My sister, she likes going out. My mom, she's also a homebody, but she hates homebodies <laughs> because she does. She wants to be the only one in the house. Mm -hmm. She wants to sleep. She wants to do what she wants to do. Completely understand that. But then she yells at me for staying in my room. So I'm going to, like, write up a document. So then, like, once I get out of debt, I'm going to be paying my dad rent. Mm -hmm. And start giving him money. So even if he doesn't use it for anything, like, maybe he can just hold on to it for me. So when I go look for a place, I have that savings. Yeah. And then yeah. I will be able to move out. Um. So then if my mom tries, oh, you can't do this. Well, I'm in my room. Yeah, I I'm pay rent. Room. Yeah. So it's not I'm living here for free. I'm actually helping. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, I do get like <laughs> if if the boy was here and he did fuck all, I'd be like, mm, what are you doing? But like he's in college education at the moment. So that's good. Um, yeah. He will get a job eventually. And I'll be like, contribute a little bit. And that's all I ask. Exactly. But... Like, um, with everything going on, too, I'm apparently I now need to go to a class to learn CPR, which literally terrifies me. Because mm -hmm. if something happens to my dad and my mom's not here, me and my sister have to jump in. And I'm, I'm already, like, when I'm around him, I tense up because I don't see, like seeing my dad like this. It's the no. worst. I mean, with yeah. my my mum being ill as well, I don't 
really like seeing the light she has at the moment. Um, wait, do you guys have siblings? No, I'm an only child. I've got um one older brother who's married with two two kids. Um okay. my uh, mum unfortunately passed away in October. Oh, I'm sorry to hear about that. Uh, so the only reason I ask is because um, my mom made it a mission to tell my dad's sister, who's my godmother, that if anything happened to my dad, she will never know. So if my dad were to die, she wouldn't even know because my mom would refuse to tell her. Wow, what that's horrible. That's, that's bad, man. Yeah, that and so when my dad had the stroke, I instantly called her and I'm like, yeah what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm not doing anything right now. I'm like, okay. I'm going to tell you something. You cannot tell anyone how you found out because it'll come bite me in the ass. And so I told her and she started crying. She's just like, I don't understand why she doesn't want me to know. And she's like, if this happened to your brother, you would want to know. I'm like, hell yeah. If my, I honestly would beat the shit out of someone if they weren't telling me what Mm. happened to my brother. So yeah. all, all forms of control, though, isn't it? It's... Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely is. It's it's it, it's not right. You, I mean, one of my mum's friends, I, I say friend, they hadn't spoken in about twenty odd years. Um, they her and my her, my mum and dad had a falling out with her and her husband. My dad still told her what had happened and still said, you know, if you want to come to the funeral, you please do because you know even though it's been 20 odd years and we're not talking we're not friends it's still it's respect it's out of respect as well for that person Um, and it's horrible the fact because my dad my dad he can't talk on the phone and so Mm -hmm. my mom's answering his phones and everything and um if she sees my godmother's name she will literally ignore it and I'm like, okay. Um, so my mom was at work on Christmas, and I was just like, all right, cool. Dad's phone's ringing. He goes to hand it to me. I mm-hmm. answer it. Um, it's one of his friends. I'm like, all right. We hang up. I give. Oh, I'm dropped again. Guess we're talking to her now. Guess she called, and. When I had lunch with her yesterday, she's like, I am happy you guys called. I said, what? And she's like, you you guys called me. I wasn't expecting you to call me. Like, I even showed Michelle and I'm like, Tony's calling me. And I was, she was shocked. And so they answered. I'm just like, oh, I legit thought you guys called because he didn't tell me. He just handed me the phone. And yeah. they're just like, no. So I think he's going to be able to talk to his sister more. When my yeah. mom's not home and I'm home because I'll answer the phone. Yeah. Like why, he would why have is she not like why is she being like that with it? Is it I don't um, understand why you would be like I, that. We don't know. Like, um my mom, she's not close to her family at all. And like mm. growing up, we were always around my grandparents. We're always around yeah. my dad's side of the family. I'd go like I was traveling with my grandparents at 11 months old to see family and everything. Like, my dad's side, big family. My mom's side, we've been isolated to the point where a year or two ago, it was a year and a half ago, when I moved out to Vegas, 
And I found out um, my grandfather lives in El Paso. I knew he's lived out there and I had a team out there. So I would go out there and visit. And they spoiled me and it felt like they were trying to make up for all those last times that like, because I hadn't seen them for over 25 years because my mom isolated us from them. And then after my grandparents on my dad's side passed away, she is now pushing us to be in a relationship with her dad and her stepmom. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> you had all yeah. of these years to do that. And now all of a sudden, like, um, I always called my grandparents on my dad's side, uh, Poppy and Grandma. Yeah. And then I called her dad, my grandfather, and my grandmother, Fina. Mm. So they were always specified that way. After mm. my grandparents died, my poppy and grandma died. Um, She was just like, oh, you need to call your poppy. I was just like, how? He he buried. He He's over there. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> and she's just like, no, your other poppy. I'm like, oh, you mean my grandfather? Why mm. do I need to call him? And she's just like, well, it's his birthday. And I'm like... Okay. Cool story, bro. <laughs> what do you want me to do with this information? Like, he's never called me on my birthday. He's like, why are we all of a sudden switching? And it's like, um, you, can, you can only have one at a time. Yeah, and I'm just like, and now they're gone. You gotta have these ones. Exactly. And like when I went to go visit them, it felt like they always been trying to get a hold mm. of us, but my mom blocked it. She mm. was. Like, they would call her, and then it stopped there. She never told us anything. And I'm like, bro. Another red flag. I see my mom. When Encanto first came out, mm. my mom didn't understand why everybody hated Abuela. <laughs> Abuela is literally my mom's favorite character, and she does not understand why all the other characters did not like her. <laughs> How, why me and my sister we got angry when we saw Abuela and what she was doing and she's like I don't understand I'm like well maybe because it's you like you literally see yourself in the movie <laughs> Look, I feel like she's, yeah. the boy this is why it's your favorite character character. character because it is literally you <laughs> as a right. character she did not like that when we announced it and she's like no that's not it that's not it I'm just like okay I think it is. Well, um, yeah. If if we we're done with this therapy session, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Shall we get into some uh, topics? Because um, yeah. I mean, it's good. It was good to catch up like all that shit. I I'm like the same. Oh. Uh, without getting too much into it, my mum's cancer's returned, and it's it's a chemo or nothing now. So <sighs> it's uh, t- tough times ahead, but. I've got to stay yeah. positive, and I've got to keep going. Which is why RP yeah, to me is really good, because I can be as dark as fuck in there at the moment. Yeah. <clears throat> and it doesn't affect that's me. That's true. That like, is, that's true. Like, if you watch that um, highlight of Broken Laws, that is me. Actually, I was crying in real life as well. Because I just poured all the emotion I was feeling into that, that scene. Because I just wanted to get it out. It I, I completely understand that a lot. Um, 
I don't, are we going in? No, I'll wait for the RP section. Yeah, okay. And then we'll get more into it. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, I'm still like that. Your, your mom's going to that. Yes, if I could, I would take her cancer and give it to me. And then we'll be fine. No, I don't want to wish cancer on anyone. It's well, awful, no, because then um, I'm I'm younger and there's yeah, a possibility it'd be the, fine. No, this, this is, uh, it's to shrink the cancer. It's not to kill it. It's not going away, this one. So it's just keeping her going until she decides the quality of life isn't worth it anymore. Yeah. And uh, it sucks, but that's how it's going to have to be. Uh-huh. And she's going to fight it. Hopefully, with fingers crossed, it shrinks and kills it. But they're not reckoning, so the doctors. So um, it's hard. It's hard to sometimes keep a, a good face going and keeping the boy in, in check because he's going off the rails a little bit. And mm-hmm. having everybody come and ask me, oh, and how's your mum doing? I'm like, uh, not great. And keeping yeah. a good face, and it's it's hard. It's 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 hard when you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's I, one I... of my one of my regulars. Is, he he lost his uh, wife this year, so oh. I did I did I I said I'm not sure I'm not sure if um, asking how your Christmas this year went hmm. this year given what happened. It's like no, I appreciate it. I said his Christmas alright. He said it was just you know different being a uh, you know. Someone missing from the table, as it were. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was just like I said I don't know how to probably probably word it, but how was your Christmas? Mm. Like with, with me, I empathise with everyone who's lost people and stuff, but I can't show it emotionally. That's my one of my stumps that I've got. I am mm. fucked up with that. That's something I'm working on, which is why RP is good because I get to be fucking emotional there, and I get to feel that emotion, so I can work on it for real life stuff. Um, but that, that's what. Yeah, I, I I get like everyone who's lost someone, it it's got to fucking suck. I mean, like, I can't, I can't do anything but just say like I can listen to you, and if you want to come talk to me, you just talk to me, and that's all I can do. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm just on this like weird limbo train at the moment, and it's difficult, definitely difficult. Um, all right, let's get into the topics because yeah, we we really shouldn't be keeping morose in this. Um, so IGN Facebook account posted this uh empirical x doritos nacho cheese vacuum distilled spirit someone made nacho cheese flavored liquor uh you can now consume hmm. the beloved snack in liquid form which according to the website opens with unami and tangy aromas of nacho cheese moving to the deeper corn flavored uh, forward flavors of the chip to finish on a soft, salty note. <laughs> Sorry. Finishing on a soft, salty note. <laughs> uh, I've got to go there because I'm feeling a bit shitty. I'm not sure what's yeah. worse. A natural cheese-flavoured liquor or natural cheese-flavoured liqueur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is that liqueur? Because of how it's... No, that's, that's liquor. Liqueur um, is um, E-U-R, I think. But, or uh, you I, I only found that like like uh post, but it doesn't say like any kind of uh thing with it. Like percentage. Like your L I Q U E U R. Just for the weird spelling. So it could be like a forty percent thing, so that's gonna be one hell of a what would you mix it with either? That's the that's the thing. What would you mix it with? The only thing I could think of the only thing I could think of was tomato juice. Nearest to the salsa you get. Uh, 
I'll probably Worcester sauce or Tabasco, I suppose. What, as well? If you want, yeah. I won't judge. Yeah, that's fucking weird, though. I don't know. It's a gimmick. Some oh, that's it. It just sounds weird. Yeah. It's a gimmick. People I mean, you've you got all these bloody flavoured gins now, which is fucking unreal. Uh-huh. You know, bloody grapefruit. Uh, peach. Passion fruit. Passion fruit, yeah. Uh, rhubarb and ginger, rhubarb, raspberry, blueberry, mince, melon, mince pie. Oh, Whitney uh, Neal. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, like I've got that indeed. bottle, and it, yeah, I've got that at my workplace where people are like, "That's not smell." like, "That smells disgusting." I'm like, "Well, okay. you know." <laughs> um, I I now own the squidding gin bottle, so somehow that's sold in the end. Oh my gosh. Made with real squidding. It comes out like really dark grey and then it lightens up as you put more tonic or mixer in it. But it tastes fucking awful. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you know you got like all these Jager bombs and glitter bombs. We do one called an ink bomb. Oh god. It's literally um crack and rum with a sh- in a shot glass dropped into a little glass of Red Bull. Oh. Ooh, then you've got a uh, Skittle bomb, which is a Red Bull in Quantro, which <clears> isn't bad actually. It actually does taste like a mouth full of fucking Skittles. Huh. But, um, yeah, it just reminded me. So, update on uh, Christmas Bingo, the once year wanker bingo board. Oh, wank of the week, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have been dethroned. I had to give no, the belt no, up. No, no. It was a three way tie for first place. I came in fourth because I was in second. Three people got six, I got five. Oh, there's always next year. Oh yeah, that's the thing. The belt stays at the pub, so like next year I could be the <laughs> back back as the the champion again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was a two time, and now I'm back to just being regular. Um, haha, <clears throat> <laughs> basic bitch. Oh, <laughs> I don't give a shit. It was, it was it was. I bought the belt because I thought it was funny. So, that's, that's fair. That's fair. And I, I made I, I made them take the belt. <laughs> They didn't want the belt. I made him take the belt. Like, Here, this is yours. <laughs> um. So speaking of things that people don't really want, I don't think Kung Fu Panda Four is on its way. They're making that. There's a release date. I can't remember what it was. I think there's even a trailer. I'm not sure how they're going to continue the story, really. Hmm. Because the first, the first three films are literally him, him finding himself, finding inner peace, and then what's the last bit? I can't remember. <laughs> All I know is it just involves something with um, glowy green okay. blades or some shit, Nick and Soul or something. So, March 29th, it's coming out in the UK. Uh, the synopsis for it is Poe must train a new warrior when he's chosen to become the spiritual leader of the Valley of Peace. However, when a powerful shape shifting sorceress sets her eyes on his staff of wisdom, he suddenly realizes he's going to need some help. Uh, teaming up with a quick-witted Corsac Fox, Poe soon discovers that heroes can be found in the most unexpected places. So they're milking the fuck out of that, which is what we're carrying at this point. Well, like, they have the Shrek franchise. Yeah. Oh, that annoys me that they did so many Shreks. Three was enough. Mm. Apparently there's a fifth one coming as well. There's yeah, rumors. I love you, Jesus fucking Christ. With the, probably with the Shrek teenagers next. That'll be the big hilarious thing, as they're all they're all spotty teenagers, these kids. Yeah. Well, how they did with the um, Spickle Me, you know, the minions, the the pre-story of um, you know, how Shrek came to be where he was. Yeah. 
growing up. Uh, yeah, I really only fucked with that kind of thing. That annoys me. Like, when, when you get to a, a good thing and then you milk the shit out of it until it's not good anymore. It's like, I, I kind of want to see a sequel to The Thing. There is a script for the sequel to The Thing. Um, but they've got around to doing it. But it doesn't have to be done. If it is done, it'd be great, I imagine. But it doesn't need to be done at the same time. <clears throat> okay, um, next topic. So, James McCaffrey, the guy who was the voice of Max Payne, uh, has passed away. Um, we don't really... I, I only got the Twitter thing that it doesn't really say uh, what his... <clears throat> what happened, but I think he was in his 60s, I think. Um, mm. He played, like, very gruff detectives and other things. Um... It's hard to find his name when it in. But yeah, he 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 brought Max Payne's like character to life. Uh, originally, Sam Lake mm -hmm. was the face of him in the first game, uh, like the grimacing detective. But the voice was so like <laughs> buttery smooth and and so fucking great. Yeah, that it was a good voice. It really like brought it out. So. <laughs> He was born in 1959, which means he was 65? 64? 65? Because my dad was 55 and he's 68, so not four years off. Yeah, 64. But he did all sorts of stuff. Not just Max Payne, he did uh, like several different character acting things as well. So, And he was well known. Um... So for him to have passed away, it's going to suck because they're currently remastering all the re the Max Payne games. So I don't know if they're going to uh, have a, a tribute to him, which I really think they should. Um, mm. But they'll, they'll not be able to update any of voice lines if they're remaking them, unless he's already recorded them. So <clears throat> it's probably going to have the original audio again. Or they're going to have to recast Max, which I really don't want them to do. I really want them to be the voice of Max Payne forever now. And I want Max Payne 4, but that's not going to happen either. Because you don't have Max Payne. You don't have James McCaffrey to be Max Payne anymore. But um, they were my favorite games. Like, Max Payne 1 was hard as fuck, but it was fun. Max Payne 2 was like peak fucking Max Payne. And then Max Payne 3 was um, what if Grand Theft Auto universal leaked into Max Payne's life um, and that was cool um, yeah just a real shitter really because that was, that was a guy that I wanted to see him do more things but yeah uh, Dolph next one yeah so uh, <laughs> this was a shit been a lot show <laughs> Oh, it's definitely been a fucking show. Um, so, which have recently, um, well, they've actually gone back on this a little bit now, but there was some high-profile... Can I just say, uh, Twitch Abe Simpson the fuck out of this? Yep. Within 40 hours, they reneged on their um, <clears throat> policy. So there's some high-profile female streamers. I can't remember which one. Specifically, uh, see if I can find the person's name. I think I did. Um, 
drop it in here. But anyway, one of the one of the streamers was literally completely stark bollock naked, and all you could see was probably the upper part of the cleave. Okay, you need to also explain why this is a thing. Why you should away with it. So, Twitch basically thought, oh, you could have nudity on Twitch as long as it's of an artistic nature. So, drawing quote-unquote nude people in a part in a sense that is um artistic so obviously you're covering up nipples genitals um you know anuses and stuff like that but some uh streamers didn't quite understand what artistic nudity was and a lot of people got um their accounts banned so they reneged on the uh policy somewhat which i'll find the uh thing uh, uh, so, so effectively today we are rolling back the artistic nudity changes moving forward depiction of real or fictional nudity won't be allowed on Twitch regardless of the medium this restriction does not apply to mature rated games you can find emote specific standards for nudity and sexual content in the emote guidelines we aren't making other changes to the updated sexual content policy we are in the process of pushing out updates to our community guidelines that reflect this change it will take a few days of both this and blog for the new community guidelines to be translated while I wish we would have predicted this outcome, part of our job is to make adjustments that serve the community. I apologise for the confusion that this update has caused. So, so follow, following that, <clears throat> some of the streamers that actually were banned then got unbanned. So they started wearing uh, sensor bars over the um, genital naughty bits and the nipples and the breasts uh, and the anuses. The original thing for nudity on Twitch was uh, for people who were female in appearance, female presenting nipples. Remember that line? That was the fucking yep. great line. Mm-hmm. Uh, women can't present nipples. Basically, you're not allowed nipples. You're not allowed to show them. You're not allowed to present them. They're not allowed to do talk shows or daytime things or quiz shows. They're no, you can't have those presenting nipples. I think guys were also told later on that they can't do that too. But also, um. Yeah, that was just like, yeah, just wear a fucking shirt, dude. Um, oh, what was it? As um, some people, some streamers having like, like uh, avatars, like uh, cartoon avatars on their screen, completely naked. Yep. Everything showing, and they got um obviously banned because you know it's depicting nudity, mm-hmm. not um See, real nudity, but it's still nudity. Like for games like GTA and stuff like that, if there are topless and nude characters in the game already. They're allowed. You can you can show them, but everyone, every streamer, and like that, he was like, "Oh, hang on a minute, we can't really show that." But if there's like, it's just, it's, I think it's more a case of just in case I get banned because yeah. guidelines, like sex scenes and stuff in video games. Um, if they're a mature rated game that isn't unlike their, you're fucked if you stream this because like if you play gentle jousting, which is about dicks shoving dicks up their other uh, dicks' buttholes. Yeah. Yeah, obviously that's that's a way beyond the limit of what you would call um, a mature rated game. That's definitely past that. Uh, any kind of porn game would be past that because they'd be on the ban list too. Um, but if it's like GTA, what about what about Baldur's Gate three then? Because you can um, you can have sex. Yeah, but I mean, same with like not, not just that. You can literally remove all clothing on your character and walk around and walk naked. Yeah, but that would also then be. Uh, while it's uh, it's permitted, they probably be like, "Well, actually, you, you're taking that rule to the limit." Mm. 
So probably you can, but I wouldn't do it. Would risk it, yeah. Yeah. It's like when there are video games that have sex scenes in, and it's like, uh, I'm always like very hesitant when it comes up. It's like, it's like when you are watching a film with your grandparents as a kid and there's like boobs turn up on the screen. You're like, oh shit, I should be watching this in front of my grandparents kind of thing. Um, My grand, by the way, I fucking love my nan. She was great. She used to let me watch like all sorts of fucking Saturday night movies. So I watched Terminator, Robocop, all sorts of shit when I was younger. <clears throat> I got away with watch, watching some shit when, just because she just allowed me to. I mean, the main thing that gets me, though, is because if you go onto the App Store for Twitch, it says the age rating for the app is 13 plus. Mm-hmm. And if you've got uh, streamers, you know, showing the top of their breasts, I would kind of say that's not suitable for children. So they're worth the, up the age rating on their app. Um, you you want to... I mean, Twitch even did say that, you know, these... um high-profile streamers are actually just doing this just for empowerment and whatever. Won't be displayed on the home screen, but some people are still finding that on their home screen. Yeah, there's always a, a way around it. This algorithm they've got isn't that great. <clears throat> I have DMCA-free music that still gets flagged and muted because they, they're they not quite sure if it's DMCA or not. When yeah, you've got a lot of stuff from um, uh, 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 David Gunn, isn't it? Um, uh, Miracle Sound. Oh, yeah, no, I had to get rid of that. No. Yep, I got copyright warning about those because uh, since the escapist controversy, I think they cracked down on everything that was theirs. So I just went, <laughs> okay, goodbye, Miracle Sound. Get the fuck yeah, that's, it, yeah, that's not part of Escapist, though, is it? He, he did music for the Escapist and stuff, so. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. He's got some really, oh, he's, got, he's got some really good shit, though. Mm, but the goal. If you, um. I don't. So one of the songs on the intro to IRP, you can actually listen to. Yeah, I I mute more. <laughs> it's it's Is it um. One? No, it's actually. It? So I don't know about that one, but I know the um. I think it's Rainfall by Roho. All right. You can listen to that one. She made that herself. Um, and the only reason why I know because I asked her. And I told her, like, before, I would just mute all of them mm-hmm. until, like, I let one play. And it was just like, yo, Rojo. I was like, Rojo? I know Rojo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then that. I looked and I'm like, oh, my God. So, yeah, that one, um, she said it is safe for any streamer to use. Okay. Because I'm going to start using her music if I get back into streaming. Yeah, well, I, I can give you, like, the, the generic stuff. like Yours puts me midnight. to sleep. It puts <laughs> me to sleep. Okay. Well, I, okay. I mean, that's what I can listen to that's, that's in the background. I am going to give you Rojo's I also, shit. I also put some Sonic the Hedgehog music in there because Sega don't give a fuck. I don't, Nintendo, they, they don't. Oh, don't do Nintendo. Oh, no, no, I've got some Splatoon in there as well. They've yep. currently... You know, it's, game, it's video game soundtrack. They can't do it because they'd have to then copyright claim every person who plays Splatoon on Twitch. I suppose that's true. So they've got to let it slide. But Nintendo are usually pretty, um, pretty brutal with um, DMCA takedowns. Huh? Mm, oh, yeah, no, I mean, if I was playing uh, like a ROM hack or something, then fuck yeah, <laughs> they come down on me hard. But um, My Christmas loss. <laughs> got you some better music. Oh, God. Alright, well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look into it. 
Let's see if I can add it to my 11 and a half hours of music. <laughs> you better replace it for that 11 and a half hour music. You um, put me to sleep. But yeah, I, I okay, try, anyway. It, but midnight stuff I really like because it's very chill. And I think that's the issue. Is Sometimes it's very chill <laughs> and it does put people to sleep. I yeah. need to get some more Mick Gordon in there as well because his is video game stuff and that's okay. Uh, and his is very like Doom soundtrack and stuff like that. So it's all very heavy. Doom, 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 doom. Is it um, Danny uh, Loveless, whatever his last name is these days in, in character? <laughs> he's, I was about to say he's no longer a Loveless. He disowned himself. Yeah. Uh, he heard me playing at Doom's Gate, or was it Doom's Gate or BFG Division from Mick mm-hmm. Gordon on the, the Blaze at TV? And he's like, What is this? And I'm like, I've got you, my man. And I sent it to him. It's like, Anything by this guy, fucking great. And he's like, Okay, I'll give it a listen. I don't think he even realized it was from Doom. But, um... It was good. But yeah, so, um... I I think... Getting back to the the Twitch thing, it was was kind of a dumb thing for them to try. Um, Dumb things to try. But the the Dumb things to try. try. (laughs) But I, um... But when when Dolph, uh, or K-Dog put the, uh, the the K-Dog put the, the Twitch thing about the artistic nudity. Uh, I immediately sent him the gif of, that's a bold strategy con, let's see if it plays off for him. It did not play it's... off for them. They took him, what, like four days? Three days? <laughs> so, not, not, not even that. They're like, um, according to this, K-Dog posted it on the 14th. <laughs> and on the 15th, you put the, that didn't last long, and it's so effective today. Oh. So, it lasted less than a day. People really fucked them and fucked themselves over. So, yeah, you know, that that's it. Don't fuck around. But I do, I do think that the whole DMCA and um, copyright takedowns for music is fucking stupid. If you're playing it underneath games, then you should be allowed to do it. If you're 100% not showing anything and just playing the music, then yeah, you should get fucked <laughs> for that. But if you can see that there's content going on over the top of it then that should be fine because there's so many different songs i want to play that fit some of the moments that i play in character and i yep. can't play them because mm-hmm. of the fucking takedown <laughs> shit like yep. you, know, you know where like for the final like bit of no life <clears throat> i really wanted to play uh motion city soundtracks days will run away which i put it on the instagram post that i did uh-huh but i wanted to play that song entirely while the server was dying and we were all there and I couldn't because I knew it would flag up and be copyrighted and we'd lose that mute, that, that clip. So I was like, uh, fuck mm-hmm. it. I had to play something else that I knew I could get away with. Which kind of worked, but not really uh, Yeah. Not really what I wanted. It, it didn't fit as well. <clears throat> but um, yeah, you know, dumb fucks. Stop being <coughs> dumb fucks, basically. Stop, stop pushing boundaries on things because then you, you fucking ruin it for everyone. Um, So this next one, I have no idea what this one's about. Yeah, so this was on my uh, Twitter. Uh, so there's this um, high-profile streamer. It goes by the name of Mason, I think it was. And they don't have a event going on called Frostivus, which is like a obviously a winter-themed gift kind of thing. So, uh, 
on a daily login, you get this, um, like, this daily gift, and it could be other things. It could be cosmetic. It could be, like, a uh, curative. It could be, you know, an, an item of use. Or, in some cases, it could be, a like, a lump of coal. I'm just watching it now. The uh, I haven't got the sound on, but it's like a lump and of coal. Essentially, the, uh, the lump of coal is given out to those accounts that have breached terms of service or have other violations of um, mm. community conduct. So it says here, highly toxic lump of coal. Your Dota account has been permanently banned for smurfing or other violations of the Steam terms of service. Yep. So if you go towards the ends... Uh, you get the public phone. So basically, for clarity, the frosted gift contents vary per account. <laughs> so for accounts shared with other accounts, for user service, it gets you get a game ban. For accounts that have used a smurfing, so a smurfing account to basically pay for whatever it is, that's a game ban. For main accounts associated with a banned account that's done for smurfing, they get a piece of coal. So that account, their main account, also gets banned. For other accounts, free cosmetic items with high behaviour score accounts receiving high tier items. So yeah, I did do some digging. Apparently he's very... Well, he's like a very ragey, aggressive competitor competitor online. Alright. <clears throat> I mean, you get it, but you, you, you'd rather want to be taking it out on yourself than... I mean, yeah. if you're streaming, you can rage all you want, just don't fucking do it in the game. Yeah. <clears throat> Because if you're giving the your teammate shit over voice or in in chat, then yeah, you can get reported for toxicity. That's great. You, you just get on mm. it. That's why I don't play Call of Duty when I stream it. I don't play it in voice chat in the game because I know I'm going to call someone a fucking prick because they're annoying the shit out of me and I'm not... I can get away with it because I'm not actually communicating with them. I'm communicating <laughs> with myself. I'm expressing my own frustration at myself because this guy is d getting to me or... That play is getting to me, but um, mm. <clears throat> yeah, you, you don't want to do it over voice chat in any game, because uh, yeah, you will get called on it eventually if you are being permanently toxic to people. Yeah, that's why voice chat doesn't exist in PUBG for the first minute that you play now. It's like you're sitting there waiting in the, the lobby and there's everyone walking around doing stuff, but it's dead silent apart from people running around jumping on things and your own teammates you can hear other than that everyone around you is quiet as hell because there used to be a point where everyone could hear everyone's proximity voice and it was just a shit show of racial slurs china number one and uh homophobic slurs all yep. the fucking time <clears throat> and no one was any with no creativity to it it was just let's be as toxic as possible and I think the the best one I ever did was like, well, welcome to uh, Arundel Airlines. We're just going to be flying over this place now. I do appeal for you to get the fuck out of my plane. And I think I I took it to like a, a, a trolley level, but I didn't ever do anything like motivated against anyone in particular. It was just a general to like shit talk everyone. Yeah. And I do. It's like, I can shit talk anyone if I want. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to pick on them for color racial uh like affiliation or anything like that or you know gender or I'm, I'm just gonna call them a dickhead because they're being a dickhead like my famous line i've always said is you can be anything you want just don't be a cunt and this, it rings true in video games as well just don't be a cunt to people just be yourself and unfortunately if you're being a cunt you're gonna get called one back but um 
yeah, him him getting perm banned on that is probably because he is a cunt, <laughs> and he deserved it. <clears throat> but yeah, fuck him. Some people don't deserve second chances. Some people don't deserve uh, a platform, and unfortunately, this guy's finding out. Oh, he's gonna have to go play something else now. And then he's going to get toxic on there. So he'll probably go to League of Legends next and get fucking banned off League of Legends for being a toxic. Yeah, he'll probably, he'll, probably do some, he'll probably do smurfing again. Yeah. Well, smurfing used to be you got um, like a, 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 a like level one account and it put you in with the level ones and the low skilled people and you just smash the piss out of them. Yeah. So, um, or, you, or you'd go into. It's kind of like a booster account in Call of Duty. You'd make a fresh account. <laughs> You go in with all the um, the low tier people, and then you'd help your teammate get the most kills or something by like setting them up to kill them. And so yeah. if they were low skill, they'd still get good kills because they'd either keep shooting you because you keep putting yourself in front of them, or you would, um, <clears throat> or you would like herd the lowest skill people towards him so they couldn't, um, they couldn't very really miss them sort of thing. So, yeah, either way, it's fucking stupid. Cheating, I, I never understand cheating in video games. I never understand people buying hacks and stuff for video games. Because, really, it only harms yourself. You're not going to get better as a, a player because if things are doing things for you, where's the skill? There's no skill. You're going to get to a game where you don't have your hacks and you play a game and you get shit on and you're not going to enjoy it. And that could be one of the best games in the world, and there could be all these people playing it, but you don't have your hacks, so you're going to be shit. It's like PUBG took me so many hours to even get remotely okay at it, and um, I'm still not great. I don't win every match I play, and I don't get high kills or even kills in some games, but I enjoy it still because I enjoy the, the tactical feel of it. But um, there are some people that go in with auto fire and fucking... Uh, wall hacks and auto aim and shit, and then they just ruin the experience because they're just like sniping you from half a map away. And it's bullshit. The amount of times me and Spark have caught people who were definitely doing that shit is unreal. <clears throat> but um, yeah, basically, don't be a toxic prick in video games. Otherwise, the, you know, eventually the devs and <laughs> the people who are checking to make sure people are playing the game fairly are gonna fuck you up. Uh, so, Star actually posted yeah. this one. Star, yes. Hello. You're in the spotlight. Would you like to read this one, or would you like one of us to read it? My time to shine. <clears throat> so this is from GamingBible.com. Star, would you like to take away what this story is? Spyro 4, finally on the horizon, but maybe Xbox exclusive. Yes. Ooh. The Spyro series is one of the most popular OG PlayStation games in history, alongside its fellow game platforming icon, Crash Bandicoot. From 1998 to 2000, the Spyro series was published by Sony Interactive Entertainment, which was later passed around by companies before Activision acquired the license in 2008. Spyro become it's a successful franchise on multiple platforms, including PC, Nintendo, and Xbox, as well as on their 
PlayStation brand. The most recent release in the series was Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Trilogy, yeah. Very good. You did good. 2018 on PS4 and Xbox One before making its way to PC and Nintendo Switch. This collection of glorious classics included remasters of the original three games that were released on PS1. There were rumours of a Spyro 4 circulating early this month, but as of yet, nothing has materialised. Earlier this week, the biggest saga in recent video game history came to an end after Microsoft finally acquired Activision Blizzard in a deal worth $68.7 billion. As a result of this Goliath takeover, it means that franchises such as Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Crash Bandicoot, and of course Spyro became first-party Xbox properties. We already know that Call of Duty will remain multi-platform following the takeover, but at least for the foreseeable future. But what about the other Activision properties? Well, it seems that some may become Xbox console exclusives, which should come as no surprise. Fans on Reddit have been discussing the future of the Spyro series, with it potentially becoming an Xbox exclusive. Spyro joins Xbox. Hopefully, this could push for having a new Spyro game in the future said Relita Luxa Warp Luxa Warp, yeah. Luxa Warp. Kicking off the discussion on the thread. Uh, so potentially yeah. great for Spyro, maybe, but not good for the industry as a whole. Uh, and definitely not good for gamers. I'm sad the acquisition got approved, replied uh, Gambling Genocider. Wow, what a name. <clears throat> sound like a sound like a poem. I'm not happy about this. I have no interest in going in an Xbox, and I don't enjoy gaming on a PC compared to my Switch or PS5. It's game uh, Sun Young Luna. Yeah, a new game. Oh wait, I won't be able to play it because it's exclusive to Xbox. No way, I'm not buying a brand new console for two IPs. Crash and Spyro said downbeat. Uh, alternative pay sixty four sixty four. What the fuck are these people? So out of these um, <clears throat> pre-generated, pre-generated uh, names. Yeah. Uh, whether you play on Xbox, like, um, PlayStation, Nintendo, PC, or mobile, you are welcome here. Or remain welcome here, even if, if Xbox isn't where you play your favorite franchise. Because when everyone plays, we all win. Xbox. <clears throat> uh, Veltop responded with a promising quote from Xbox following the acquisition. So maybe likes of Spyro and Crash will mean multi-platform. Only time will tell. Now this this story has got um like other bits and bobs like saying that it might not be confirmed as a a, a Xbox exclusive. And there's yeah, I'm hoping it don't. I'm hoping it isn't exclusive there because you know it's a, it's a great it's a great franchise. I love playing it. Mm. I mean, if it is Xbox exclusive, exclusive. Oh yeah, just get a game get a Game Pass account. Load it PS5, go into your browser. There you go. Go on, go on, go on your PC or laptop and play it that way. Can you put that? Hang on, PC or laptop. Get your you phone. Get your phone. Yeah. 
the magic get a phone, of Bluetooth. Get a, get a, get a phone with, um, with Bluetooth and a controller. Boom, play for that. Yep. Use your tablet. Oh wow. Okay. You know, the same way I can I can remember. Oh yeah, so, so, I can yeah. like, like, my phone to Xbox as long as it's on. Yeah. Yeah. And I, don't, and I don't have to spend five hundred fifty pounds on a on a de- device to do so. You just have to have an Xbox account and the relevant level of Game Pass. I think I've got an Xbox account. Yeah. Have I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You should be because I can share my gold because it's on my console. I don't know if it'll work like that though. If you can share gold with somebody or uh, Game Pass with somebody. Uh, Not Game Pass, no. But you can share. Um... At the time, you could share gold, like um, basically having your friend log your credentials into their Xbox and have their Xbox set as your home I, Xbox. I, I can do I can do that with the boys because he can play uh, Game Pass games on his Xbox because my account's on there. But yeah, I think if he was to use a mobile app, it wouldn't give him any of that because it's not got no because it's, it's 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 not a console, is it? Yeah. So if you were to make your own account and log in and do it that way star and do it over wi-fi it won't work but if you were gonna remote play from the console it would work yes uh, i've got i've got a friend at work who game shares with another guy he grew up with who no longer lives in the local area they game share and they're like about about 90 miles apart from each other so his credentials are logged on his friend's xbox and that xbox is set his his, has his own xbox (laughs) i've got a podcast title so he's then Law back on his his actual Xbox and not set as his Xbox as it were. So his friend's Xbox is his set as home Xbox and he can access all his games that he plays while being on the account that he his friend has. If that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, it's that's one way around it, but it's not really meant to work the way, but it does. Well, uh was it Nintendo just have like a family plan? So I pay thirty five I, I pay like an extra ten or, or something a year, and I can have Prez's um, Switch on there as well, so he can play online on his Switch. He has access to all the online stuff. Um, we're not paid for the extra stuff where you get the Nintendo sixty four and the Mega Drive and all those things, but um, like the SNES, the NES, and I think you get the Game Boy Color, uh, Game Boy now um, on there. <clears throat> you get all them bundled in. As well as the um, like being able for him to play online, so that's actually kind of a decent deal. I think I'm paying like thirty five pound a year, and it means I think you can have up to like four switches uh, linked into that plan. I think so, yeah. And that's really cool. And I don't know why Sony and, and Microsoft haven't done something similar because the amount of people they get interested in it, they only put it up like ten. Fifteen pound a year, I, that would drag people in because, like, oh, I've got two Xboxes in this house. I can share the the Game Pass against both the thingies, and bam, they both get to play and they're happy and they don't fuck around. That'd be cool. But um, yeah, unfortunately, that's not a thing they've got around to doing yet, which would be cool. Also, uh. That sixty-eight point seven billion figure is burnt into mine and fucking Dolph's fucking brain by this point. Jesus. Well, we talked about it for like, for like seven or eight months. months. I think was it was yeah. supposed to fucking year. It's like you know we're not talking about this bullshit until it's done again. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as like Star was like looking for, was that right? Did I say it right? I'm like, yeah, no, you did. <laughs> we know you did. 
Unfortunately, we've had way too much time on this fucking topic. Uh, speaking of that topic, huh? we the Activision Blizzard deal. Um, are you uh ready to kick into a, a Activision Blizzard deal adjacent fucking thing, Dolph? Yeah, it's gonna be one minute. Just load up the page. It's just from Zverge. You want to take deep breaths? Fine, it's not. We're not worried. No, I'm not about gonna take too deep breaths. I'll just fucking crack one off and it stings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Microsoft announces more Xbox leadership changes at Activision Bobby as Activision's Bobby Kotick departs. I feel like Finally. I need a comma. That's the plus phrase. That close enough? No. Microsoft is largely keeping the Activision Blizzard leadership structure in place, minus a few high-profile names. Activision CEO Bobby Kotick is stepping down officially December 29th this year. Microsoft has not appointed a direct replacement and has said has rolled the suite of ActiBliz executives, including Mike Yabara, the current president of Blizzard, Activision publishing president Rob Kostich, that's very close to Kotick, and Activision Blizzard vice chair Thomas Tipple, under Microsoft game content and studio presence Matt Booty. Hey, what a name. Kotick's departure comes just two months after some big leadership changes that saw Sarah Bond promoted to Xbox president leading all Xbox platforms and hardware work, and Matt Booty promoted to president of gaming content and studios, including overseeing Bethesda and Zenimax Studios. Now, Booty is getting even more responsibilities with Bethesda, Activision Blizzard, and Game Studios all under his watch. Return! Oh, just a little bit now, Booty is getting... <laughs> I'm a child, and that's funny. Okay, I had four hours sleep. Yeah, a child at heart, there's nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> Microsoft is largely keeping the leadership team of ActiBliss in place with some ex executive level exceptions. Uh, ActiBliss Chief Communication Officer Lulu Mercervi will leave the company at the end of January. Humam Sakhnini, Vice Chairman Blizzard and King, will also depart at the end of December. A number of ActiBliss executives will also depart in March as well. I kind of say, I'm so Ryan glad you, you're doing these ones. Yeah, some of these names are quite. Um, Exotic. Brian Bulatea, Chief Admin Officer, Julie Hodges, Chief People Officer, Armin Zerza, Chief Financial Officer, and Grant Dixton, Chief Legal Officer, are all reporting to their Microsoft Gaming equivalents. While Thomas Tipple, the Vice Chairman of Active Blizz, is reporting to Matt Booty for now. Lol. Take a drink, every time I say Matt Booty. <laughs> You'll be pissed by the end of it, trust me. He will depart Microsoft in March alongside other Activision executives. Thomas, Brian, Julie, Grant, and Armin will continue to help us with the transition through to March 2024, said Phil Spencer in a memo to The Verge. Additionally, a memo from Mabui, take a drink, drink, announced some of the changes taking place at ZeniMax and Bethesda, including that Jill Braff had been named the new head of those studios. Braff worked on the integration team with ZeniMax and Bethesda back in 2021 when they joined Xbox and will lead the studio's development teams. Microsoft continues to integrate ActiBliss into its expanded Microsoft gaming business, and it's clear Matt Bowie, take a drink, drink, is now drink. taking more responsibility than ever before. Xbox fans are now waiting to hear from Microsoft on its plan to add ActiBliss games to Games Pass. Spencer previously blamed the DT deals, blamed the deals long regulatory process for not having a back catalogue of ActiBliss games available on Game Pass, warning we'd have to wait until 2024 for news on game editions. 
Activist had also revealed on Twitter ahead of the Microsoft deal closing that Modern Warfare 2 and Diablo 4 both won't be coming to Xbox Game Pass this year. Obviously. So you got a memo from Phil Spencer. I can read it from me too. I can skip it. It's quite a chunky memo. Uh, this is literally the last thing. And then you got a uh, memo from from take a drink. From take, from take a drink. But yeah, well, that's a lot of um. Just have a quick look at the uh, podcast. <laughs> I'll suggest it. I think I think we've got a winner this week. <clears throat> I mean, fuck it. I'll read the uh, the the memo. So Phil Spencer said <clears throat> earlier today, Bobby Kotick formally announced that uh, formally announced on the Friday, the twenty ninth of December, twenty twenty three, that this is his last day at Microsoft Gaming under Bobby's watch. Activision Blizzard in its many incarnations, has been an enduring pillar of video games and sexual harassment. Didn't put sexual harassment in there. Uh, whether it's uh, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Canicus Saga, or any number of other titles, his teams have created beloved franchises and entertained hundreds of millions of players for decades. He'd like to thank Bobby for his invaluable contributions to the industry, not so much for the sexual in, uh, discretions. Uh, his partnership in closing the Activision Blizzard deal, uh, acquisition and collaboration following the close i wish him and his family the very best in the next chapter hope those lawsuits don't fuck you too hard uh with bobby's impending departure we're taking the next step allowing activision blizzard aligning activision blizzard with my the, 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 activision blizzard with blah, fuck my ass uh, activision blizzard with microsoft gaming <laughs> by making the following organizational changes uh tommy tipple vice chairman rob kostic Vice President, Mike Ybarra, President, uh, Joff, some stad, fuck, I didn't got that completely wrong, President King, will report to Mike Booty, take a drink. Uh, the leadership teams for Activision Blizzard, uh, Activision Publishing Blizzard and King will remain in place no, with no changes to the structure of how the studios and business are run. Brian Blatalo uh, will report to Dave McCarthy, uh, Julie Hodge reports to Cynthia Purley, uh, Grant Dixon, haha, uh, will report to Linda Norman. Uh, Armin Zazur will continue to report to Tim Stewart, as previously announced in the financial team in October. Thomas, Brian, Julie, Grant, and Armin will continue to help us in the transition through March 2024. Lulu Mezavu, exclusive president of corporate affairs and chief communication officers, will be leaving Activism Blizzard deal uh, at the end of January. She has signed. Uh, she has agreed to support Carrie Perez. Uh, on leadership transitions and plan for the Activision Blizzard communications team, which will report to Curry. Additionally, human... I want to say human, not human. Uh, Sakini will depart at the end of December. December. We thank human and Lulu for their leadership in the past year. <clears throat> for most of you, the day-to-day work will remain the same. It's still business as usual, bringing more groundbreaking experiences to more players around the world. At the leadership level, these changes will provide clarity and accountability that is necessary to achieve our goals and foster a culture that is welcoming, empowering, and committing to, <clears throat> commit to gaming for everyone. So in other words, we're getting rid of all the stupid assholes that were being very, very naughty to all the, all the lovely people that worked for them. We have an exciting 2024 lineup uh, with games across Activision, Bethesda, Blizzard, King, and Xbox Game Studios. I know we all look forward to sharing more details with our play communities when the time is right. Bill. <clears throat> the memo from Matt Booty. Take a drink. 
Today, we are delighted to welcome talented gaming developers from the team of Activision Publishing, Blizzard and King to our gaming studios and content organization. Together with Xbox Game Studio and Bethesda, our studios organization will continue our mission to build world-class games that entertain and inspire players to create lasting communities of dedicated fans. In addition, we are announcing that Jill Braff, as head of ZeniMax Bethesda, uh, Jill has a wealth of experience in gamings, uh, gaming and entertainment with uh, previous roles in Nintendo, Sega, Glue Mobile, uh, Home Shopping Network, and Warner Brothers. Uh, okay. Uh, building the online and marketing business for the Elegant Generous show. Oh, that's kind of a bit shitty these days. Uh, she was our leader for the integration of the Zenimax uh, Bethesda when they joined Xbox. <clears throat> uh, and through that work, she has come to know many of their teams and leaders well. Jill will be responsible for heading the Zenimax Bethesda game development teams, which will continue to operate as a limited integration entities, as well as continuing to oversee the Microsoft Casual Games team. According to Jill will be uh, Todd, Todd Howard, Todd Vaughan, Matt Fiora, Paul Jensen, and Heather Cooper. Wow, Todd Howard's reporting somebody. I thought he'd be like his own entity, floating around, saying, look at the graphics. Um, Jamie Leder will remain as CEO for Xenomax for Bethesda, reporting to me, and will continue supporting ongoing integration work. Support the development of the uh, Xenomax Bethesda portfolio of games. Robert Gray and Timothy Beggs uh, will move to report to Todd Vaughan. Building on the successful launch of Starfield, hmm, all uh, Zenimax Bethesda Studios are poised to create some of the most exciting, innovative games in the industry. I am confident that Jill's leadership and support of the teams, uh, along with a proven ability to build meaningful bridges back to Xbox, will further empower everyone at Bethesda to bring amazing experiences over to our players. I want to thank each of... Um, each of you for your dedication and hard work. The best part of any leadership uh, of uh, Xbox is the opportunity to see all uh, our projects and engage with all our teams. I'm excited for 2024 and the state of games over the next 18 months is looking strong. Together we can create an amazing memorable experience for our players uh, built in a culture that empowers everyone to be their most authentic selves and do their best work. Matt Booty, take a drink. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, right, I'm just seeing the fact I've made out context twice in another Discord tonight. So, thanks, mm -hmm. Jazz. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I think we need an out context here. I think we made one, but we've not really used it. We have. Excuse me. The first one that I've got is I can't search by length. That was actually a podcast one. But can you search by girth, though? <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> I think Dolph just made the other guy out of context. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting times. Like, finally they got rid of the, the rot that was in Activision Blizzard. Um, which needed to be done. There was no, yeah. there was no ifs or buts. Bobby Kotick had to fucking go. And he's got his golden handshake, he's got his nice payoff, and he's fucking gone. And that's only good for the companies and it will show um like what's it um, well it would definitely improve morale though wouldn't it yeah i'm gonna say it'll show like improve morale and you know uh, hopefully a better working environment for those guys because it's shit you don't want to be in an environment where you hate your job and you hate being there even though you love what you do 
And that fucking sucks. When you have people that just want to shit on you from afar just because they think it's fun. It's like you could be one of the best barman or like, <laughs> photographer or daycare worker or phone operator or like I'm trying to think of other jobs there are that, um or or like you know stuff like that or entertainer and it's only good until people start giving you regular shit for your job and then that hurts and then you feel fucking grr about it it is shit you don't want that shit <clears throat> it would it would make you want to leave and go and do different things and yeah it's it's not cool but yeah looking forward to seeing what they do now gonna be entertaining at the very least okay last topic of the night and then we can wrap this up and i'll go our separate ways unless we want to yeah. do the uh rp um catch up at the end as well uh how are we for time half 10 nearly um we only got an hour and a half so far. This last one's not going to tell on me. Okay, we'll do, we'll do this one. We'll do a bit of RP catch-up at the end. Okay. So this was your one, and when I read this, I instantly knew what glitch they were using. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for yeah, fuck's the... sake. So I've got blocker on, so it's not letting me do it. Yeah. Right, so uh, I'll see if I can get it. Right, there, we go. there we go. I've got it. I've got it. Found it. Uh, Skyrim player, this is from Game Game Rant. Uh, 1504 partners for cookies, go fuck yourself. Yeah, GameRant.com. So, um, Skyrim player makes a weapon that can paralyze enemies for 68 years. Yeah, it definitely sounds like a 4 or 5 restoration glitch. <laughs> definitely. Uh, so, a Skyrim player crafts a sword that can paralyze uh, enemies for an unbelievable 68 years. Uh, many weapons in the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim come with passive benefits. It can radically change the flow of combat as they let users do bonus damage to certain enemy types or give them different kinds of buffs. <clears throat> Some of these weapons offer passive bonuses, such as draining the target's stamina or inflicting various status effects to turn the battle uh, in your favour. Furthermore, weapons in the Elder Scrolls V Skyrim can be enchanted to improve these effects and make them even stronger. Now, one player crafts a powerful sword that has a chance to paralyze the target for an astounding number of years. A oh his name. Uh <clears throat> a Reddit user named Great Garbons has shared an image of the sword they created in the Elder Scroll 5 Skyrim. Take a drink every time I say that, because I feel like I'm gonna say that a lot. It doesn't like anything special on the surface, and it only has a damage of an output of seven and is valued at 385. However, players need to take a look at its bonus effects, which grants the sword a chance to paralyze targets for an astounding minus two one four uh, two one four seven four eight three six four eight seconds, or around sixty eight years. Yes, that's the um. I think that's a sixty four bit over over um. What's it called? Overflow. <coughs> Many users commented uh in the comments section discussed the possible side effects, um, of the number being negative, but it doesn't appear to have any impact on the bonus, even though the number of seconds, uh have been displayed negative in the description um the great garbons confirms skyrim treats it as a positive and the sword performs as advertised while most uh, of the post is filled with jokes one user uh wants to use this weapon on nazim one of the most hated npcs in the elder scroll 5 skyrim <laughs> take a drink 
post the poster great garbon shines light on the process in one of the comments stating uh that they used fortify restoration loop to achieve this number yeah, to them skyra players can take advantage of this exploit to make weapons that do billions of damage while also having almost limitless amounts of HP. Fans can also max out the speech skill in Skyrim, take a drink, by selling just one item. As the Redditor claims, the strategy can grant two to three levels in one go. Uh, he also mentions they are playing the vanilla version of Skyrim on the Switch. Giving them full access to this exploit and possibly countless others in their playthrough. However, it's not clear if the expo uh, exploit is working as intended in all versions of Skyrim, and a few users uh, state that some mods disable it as well. So, yeah. 68 years. How do you know that that's actually working as intended? It's Skyrim, isn't it? It just works. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I when I've soon I've had this like sixty eight years, that's got to be the fort of my restoration loop. It's it's basically over abusing an in game mechanic. Mm. So basically, you you basically make a a fort of restoration potion, and then you basically use that to make better potions. So for so like um enchanting or fortifying a skill like alchemy, you then put that skill onto a, a piece of armor or necklace or whatever chug the uh fortify enchantment to get the enchantment stronger so fortify alchemy in this case you then go back to the alchemy table then you make stronger potions that fortify the alchemy further then basically you take the uh, gear off chug the potion put the gear back on and it basically exponentially increases the percentage for your next um wave of uh Potion crafting. Alright. So when you've got the highest potion you can get, so usually in like um several hundreds of thousands percentage increase for smithing or enchanting again, you go back and enchant some more gear with the say fortify enchantment skill. Then you go over to the enchantment table, put all that gear on, chug your potion, take it off, so you've got like a massive amount like Improve, improve like fire resistance by, I don't know, 1.6 million percent, that kind of thing. Then you do that it's with the uh, with a paralyzed spell and basically go boom on the sword. And yeah, dubs are good. <coughs> I think the, the issue with that is like, how do you make is it 68 real years, or if you were to nap for so many hours, would that cut down the time? I think that's 68 <laughs> real time years. How the fuck are you ever going to figure that out? Because how do you... Crazy! Yeah, how do you make that actually... Well, you work out how many years, how many seconds are in a year, and then you... Yeah, but I mean... Modify, by... saying it actually works for 68 years can't actually be proven. That's. that's I think it's just because of the, the numerical value they've got. Because mm. it could be like an hour and then just wear off. You don't know. Like, it'd be cool if you could find a way to speed the game up to simulate 68 years and actually use that sword on someone and see if it actually does so that's... hold them in place for that long. What's that? That's, that's 2.1 billion seconds, if I've got that right. Yeah, it was it was a long fucking number. 
but that's um the thing is when it's like yeah it may say that in in numbers on there but what does the actual debuff actually do in game without testing it <clears throat> so i'd love to see like an overclocked version of the game that could run 68 years in like a couple of hours and just you know get that effect on somebody and then speed it up to see if that actually lasted that long but um yeah i don't i don't know It'd be cool though. If that yeah, did, it'd be funny. You you just play the game for like four or five years, come back and the guy's still frozen in place where you left him. <clears throat> you just get bored and you know stab him a little bit, and do a chip chip a little bit of damage away and then walk off. See you in three years. Stab stab. It's thirty one point five million seconds in a year. <laughs> so. Hmm. I think because it's an because it's an because it's, uh, it's an overflow that might be. Uh... Yeah. Regardless, though, paralysis is in Skyrim is both annoying as fuck, but it's also very helpful. Yeah, because it's overpowered, isn't it? So there's there's not you can if you got this if you got the, if you got the Soulstone uh, expand DLC or thing it's called Dragonborn. Mm. There's a, an item you can eat. I think it's Netch Jelly, which gives you a temporary paralysis um, debuff on you from the uh, alchemical alchemical ingredient. So essentially, you can basically chow down on that if you throw yourself off a cliff, and any fall damage you take while paralysed does not hurt you. Mm -hmm. For some strange, bizarre reason, but it just works. All right, Todd. <laughs> okay. 16 times the data. Wait. <laughs> uh, okay. Shall we get into the RPGs? Recap. E. We haven't done one in fucking ages because. God damn. So um yeah, the original server we played on closed down. Um. The the uh lovely owner she couldn't keep it going. Uh, so. Which is a shame. We jumped yeah. onto uh, was it Insurgency RP we're, we're playing on now. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> Jazzy's playing a new character that's Bella. Always. Um, I'm playing Loz. I, I decided I'm going to do the most crazy fucked up thing and have him that he didn't leave the city before it collapsed. So the, when the city died, it disappeared into a different dimension sort of thing and it got sucked away. And everyone who was there got sucked into that different dimension. Unless they, you know, they left early, then they just left the city normally. Um, but I stayed till the end. Except for Sammy. Yeah, well, Sammy was in a coma. Oh, oh! Did I tell you the the theory that I came up with? No. On why people could see her the very last day. Go on. She was a ghost, and she was saying her goodbyes. Oh no, you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of figured because I'm like, there, like she was in a coma, and I just had her wake up basically, yeah. and I was just like, like later while in insurgency, I was thinking, I'm just like. People have asked me, they're just like, but Sammy was there the last day. And I'm like, or was she? Yeah. And everybody just thought it. So yeah, Sammy was a ghost that very last day. Because we dealt with NCs and all sorts of shit on, on October mm -hmm. on uh, No Life. That was so she some said, crazy so, shit. Yeah. So she said her final goodbye as <clears throat> the city was leaving as well. But um... Yeah, as a as a, like a, an aside, Loz came into Insurgency RP with everything 
from Insurgency RP's version of his character and his no life character traits as well. So he's basically two people in one body. And so I'm playing that occasionally he'll get confused. And I can't wait to have an ICU moment because I'm going to be just I'm going back to no life. He's no life memories for a week or two. He's going to piss everybody off because he doesn't know anyone. And he's going to be asking for Sammy oh, and uh, Marcellus and <laughs> and like and Zelia and he needs his therapist Aso because he's convinced he's going crazy because everyone's telling him it's not the city that he, he grew up in. Oh my god! In. Imagine just going up to a uh, Parsons, be like, "Where's Aso?" Yeah, exactly. That that I mean, that's going to be the thing until those memories come back. And it's he's currently dating somebody as well, which caused Jazzy's character to not want to talk to us anymore. By the way, we are friends still. We're not falling out. So we people... are. <laughs> You know what? Fuck you, lot. No, I'm just kidding. Fuck your whole life, bud. <laughs> just get the short. Why don't you go out. give your balls a dog, you chip <laughs> But yeah, everyone thinks that, like we've fallen out big stars. So no, this is characters. It's like we we actually talked it through in DMs about what's going on. It's like Loz doesn't really have much information up until the other night about where Bunny was and what Bunny had done. He knows a bit more now. <clears throat> but he feels Loz feels like when the Aztecs kicked her out, um, they just went on a smear campaign just to make her look as shitty as possible. And she's been trying to cling to anyone she can, hoping that they're gonna help her and get her like into a, a position where she's happy again. And she's struggling up until now. Like at the moment, she's kicking a coke addiction. And I'm helping her with that. Her adopted daughter is helping her with that. That's why we did, went golfing and uh, bowling last night in character, and I stayed up till eight AM in the morning because I'm a fucking DJ. <clears throat> you crazy? Yep. Um, but it was like cool because it helped develop her character more. Um, because Bunny, yes, on the outside is very superficial, but like I think this is why I kind of wish Sammy was around because Sammy would have kicked the shit out of me, but she would at least talk to me and talk through things. Whereas Bella's just like, nah, fuck this, it's not happening. So yeah. Loz is like um, gone. So one of the reasons why she did that was because of actually Danny. Um, so he had come to Bella to talk to her about the situation between his dad and his mom. Mm -hmm. um, and Dick had given him an ultimatum. It's either me or your mom. And he <laughs> said if he was put in that position, he's automatically going to go to the other person. Because if you actually care about someone, you're not going to put them in that position. No. And Bella said, I would never do that to anybody. If I wanted to give you an ultimatum, I would take myself out of that picture and completely cut myself off so that you could be happy. And so that's what she did. And now she doesn't want anything to do with laws because she doesn't want to ruin his happiness, even though she does not <laughs> like the person he's with. See, from Laws's point of view, it's like we had the phone conversation. I said, yeah, I'm dating uh, Bunny. Uh, Lozzy Dane Bunny, and <clears throat> that was it. That was the last time we ever talked. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Hey, click done. Yeah, gone. So Loz has she... no real context of why Bella has cut him out, and he went up to Hayes to try and talk to her. She fucking fled, and I'm just like, no. you know what? Fuck this shit. And I just got back in my car and drove back down to the the shop. And ever since yep. then, I have blacklisted myself from Hayes. I will not go near it. <clears throat> yep. Um, like, 
with Bella after that conversation, she because you can't block numbers here. No. So uh, Laz's name in Bella's phone is literally all caps blocked. <laughs> um, and th- that's why she put hashtag blocked on uh, Twitter at yeah, the time. I because... was so confused. I'm just like, oh, you fucking what? And I'm like, did you just fucking block me? And so I think I put in my phone that's like in the notes blocked for Bella as well. Because it's like, if you're not, because I'm like, this is the argument I had last night. And the thing I said, I'm 38 years old. I'm on the same age as I am in, in real life as I am in character. I should be able to make my own decisions. People shouldn't be making these weird fucking childish decisions because they don't like somebody they should be talking to me and we can work it out if we don't work it out then that's fine they can go their own way but not giving me the opportunity pissed me off and it's like yeah so um i have a feeling like if you were there in person instead of over the phone it might have gone differently but um because it was over the phone and she heard from their grandfather not from laws that he was seen yeah so because of that (laughs) And so she's hearing from other people. It's like, why couldn't he just come tell me, hey, I'm talking to this person. Like, it felt like he was being secretive. And then somebody that hasn't been in their life for a while, especially because, as he claimed, Gam Gam has been sending ninjas and shit after him to kill him. So he's been out of contact with a lot of people. Mm. But he finds out that Laws is dating someone before her. So she saw that as a betrayal. It's just like, okay, if you can, if you don't want to tell me, fine, then fuck you. He, I'm not even going to talk to you incidentally, anymore. Because I think he went to Cortez's and they were like, I'm there going, oh, I'm looking for that bloody useless grandson of mine. He's a, uh, he was meant to be a doctor, but now he's a bloody hippie selling drugs. And it's like, oh, <laughs> you mean Lars? Like, yeah, blue haired little pricky, isn't it? It's like, oh, and they're like, oh, there was in here the other day with his girlfriend. Like, he's got a bloody girlfriend. He didn't bloody tell me. And then. I decided, you know what? Let's yeah. just fucking spin that drama wheel. <laughs> and I just went. Yeah, you you spun I, it. I did it myself. Bella's just like, Bella's just like, this motherfucker <laughs> is telling people he's going on dates with this bitch, but, and hasn't even told me. Yeah, it, you know what makes me chuckle the most about it is the only reason it went down as a phone call is because you said call me as soon as possible. That's why it oh, went yeah. like that. If I if you had gone come and see me. It might have nah, done differently. It's it's because uh, she tried calling you. You didn't answer. And then I feel like, all right, call me. But yeah, it was. But, yeah, it was also because like I was also playing Harold, the granddad at the time when you tried calling <laughs> him. So I'm like, well, of course I can't answer it. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's also somebody else that might be coming back. Yeah. That Laws might be able to pick his brain. All right. I've, I'm I've also, pretty sure you can guess. Um, is DJ coming back? DJ is coming back. Oh. He I, told Gam Gam, uh, "Your grandson is on his way back," and so he's yeah. just waiting again. I know. Um, for me, I did say to Bio, who plays Gam Gam, Nick, uh, Barkley, and uh, he also did the Spirit of Halloween, Jack. I did say I if I get depressed again, I'm gonna try summoning Jack. <laughs> so he's on about deleting Nick because he doesn't like being an EMS in that city. It, yeah, EMS is just so weird. Like, um, I had an instant when 
um, snowboarding was in city. Mm-hmm. I had uh, fallen off the mountain and I had hit three rocks head on. So I'm like, okay, so she she definitely has something wrong with her head. Go RP it out. Great. Um, and also there was like a little shoulder injury, you know, something yeah. you fall off a fucking mountain. The next day I go back up there with Ollie and I didn't do like an angle fall like I did the last time with the rock. It was a straight downfall. Oh, shit. And so um, because of how she landed in on my screen, mm-hmm. she hurt her shoulder really bad. And so I RP'd that out with another doctor. The next day, I was in a boost and I went flying out of the vehicle. And so um, they get, no, 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 no. I was doing the boost and a cop accidentally hit me and I ended up going down. Mm-hmm. And EMS come, they're just like, oh, what's wrong with her? Cop, I don't know, I think she's unconscious. They automatically just take her to the hospital. Don't even check her out or anything. Don't check for injuries. And they're just like, oh, you have a small concussion. And then I kept doing like the slash me, like has a broken shoulder, like take a look at it sort of thing. And um, the other doctors that were there for the other parts of hers, like nobody filled out her medical file at all. So the doctors, they're just like, oh, no, she just torn um, her shoulder. Like it's just she's just faking it to get out of getting arrested. And I'm over here, like, crying in pain. They did an x-ray. They didn't even do, like, this slash me. What do I see? They said, you just sprained it. You're fine. I'm like, so falling off a fucking mountain means I sprained my arm. Make it make sense. I I don't know who I got uh, from my doctor on Christmas Day, but... The doctor who sorted me out. It might have been Barry's character, Barry's new character. Barry has been actually good. Yeah. Um. And like, I, because I, 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 so to, to add context to this story, we're going to go back to the beginning of it. So I'm sat there. I'm doing something on my other screen. So that's I'm in my head. I'm sat outside the vault. One of these priest guys come up, and I got this tenuous kind of thing with the priest. They were a bit shitty. Uh, because I was like, I can't really afford to give you much. And they called me a liar and shit. And I'm like, nah, you can fuck off. Um, and he comes up and he's like, hey, sir, have you got a minute? Have you got a minute? And he's like, he's like pestering. And I can hear him in the background, but I'm typing away, trying to get this done that I'm doing on the other screen so I can come back into the game. And like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm in my head. And he's like, motherfucker. And he's, he's like, chuntering away and, and like giving me shit. So I come in and I'm like, oh, hey, sorry, I was in my head. What's up? And he's like, have you got me to talk to me? And I'm like, not really. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of thinking about something and he's like yeah okay whatever and he calls me a pussy gets on one of those snowmobile bikes rams into the side of my car and drives off so i stop what i'm doing i'm like i'm chasing this fucker because he's rammed my car uh he gets the fuck away and i'm driving around and my car starts like feeling weird as i'm driving it it's the strap the strap feels great all the time no matter what weather you're in this started feeling really sluggish and my fuel tank was dripping down quicker and i'm like that's not great went to tuners he'd fucked up my uh oil pump and my fuel um tank and it cost me two and a half grand to get fixed so i'm pissed i, I was talk- about to say you went to tuners god damn they expensive well they were the only ones that were open apart from haze and i'm not going to haze <laughs> so um i ring ozzy danny and i'm like 
after having some beef on Twitter with the, the priest guy. <laughs> and he's like, get strapped up. I'll see you in a minute outside Blazer. Comes up. I've got a mask on. We go down. I'm wearing my old Benny's gear. Um, so I'm like looking as different as I can. Uh, at short notice. We go down to the church. We bait the guy in. Um, I basically threaten the fuck out of him. Danny robs him. Shoots him in the kneecap, and I basically tell him, like, if you fuck with me again, you're going to meet the end of my katana in a more intimate fashion than what you're meeting today. Because at the moment, I'm just (laughs) showing you it. Um, So I go back to Blazer, I chill out for a bit. I'm talking to some media guy who's coming trying to sell glass because he's got shitloads of glass. Um, And I'm saying, well, we don't need any. Have you tried White Widow? It's like, I might not be talking to some of the people there at the moment, but they might need it. So, like, even though Loz is kind of pissed off with bella and all that you know he's not gonna stop a guy from making money he's gonna point him in the right direction still uh this fat bold guy and the priest storm into blaze it guns out take me hostage take me up to the oil fields search me uh take my registered gun excuse me take my registered gun take my phone take five grand in poker chips um and my radio and then he's like telling me, it's like, did you steal from me? I'm like, no, I didn't. He goes, why are you lying to me? I'm like, I didn't steal from you. I never actually stole from him. Danny stole from him. And I told Danny he'd keep the stuff <laughs> as payment for helping me fuck the guy up a bit. So I was telling him the truth. I didn't fucking touch him. I just stood there and talked shit at him while somebody pointed a gun at him and robbed him. I never physically that's touched fair. the guy. And that's why I did it that way. Because if I got in trouble, I'm like... Well, I I just went up there with some guy who said he'd come and talk with him with me. Um, and I, as I left, I heard a gunshot and, you know, I I just got the fuck out of there. All I did was have a go at him. And, and then that's like, the guy can literally just say that. He, he'd probably corroborate that and say, yeah, well, he didn't actually touch me. He just shouted at me and told me that he, and threatened me. Because I could say, yeah, I threatened him. If you want me to uh, be arrested for threatening behavior, take me in now. Do it. But he fucked up my car, so I was angry. Um, so yeah, I got shot in the back four times, left in the oil fields, um, up near the foundry. Um, they also shot two dogs as well because the dogs immediately decided they were going to try and attack whoever was shooting. Um, so the ambulance comes and collects me. I'm playing as unconscious, bleeding. I've got gun, uh, shots in my back. Uh, they take me to the hospital. They give me the once over. They take me to X-ray. What do they find? Four gunshot wounds, three in in the back tissue and one uh, embedded in my rib. And then I make him roll for how severe they are. And apparently he manages to sort it out without too much issue. The only problem is when you have surgery in the surgery rooms. I, that's the suggestion I need to put in, um, the suggestions area because. Um, you can't RP properly is uh, hard to do in operating because uh, um, the lightning and that gets in the way and pushes your um, character's like camera down so you can't see what the other person's typing and stuff And, um, yeah, so he operated on my character, um, and fixed me up, patched me up, 
send me on my way. Um, he gave me a lift back down to blaze it. And the good news is there was more than two people there because when you get executed, you have to play the role that you don't remember the last half an hour of your um, memories. And because the guy put me down and then popped me in the head afterwards, I have to forget half an hour of what happened. So that was everything from the media guy coming in to see me in the shop about the glass up until me getting shot in the head. So I just remember being at Blazer. That's the last thing I remember. Um, Obviously, out of character, I, I knew exactly what happened. I knew exactly what I said to them. I knew exactly um what they did. But, you know, for roleplay purposes, I've got to play dumb on that. And um, the it then became like a thing where we started hunting this fucker. And Ozzy Danny, the uh, he's part of, he's the leader of an MC as well. He decided he's going to put a 50 grand bounty on these motherfuckers' heads. So it's like, yes. So uh, they then fucking dipped for the day. I've seen him on t- the Twitter alternative since in RP. Um, but he's been around when I've not been around. Because uh, Loz wants to break some kneecaps now. He's fucking angry. He snapped, and he doesn't usually snap. Loz is quite a timid character. Um, he doesn't like to fight people. So that's what happened with Loz. And uh, yeah, so he's had kind of a rough few weeks. Like, um... After the Bella thing, he went up to the lighthouse where the pumpkin patch is and had a good cry, made uh, two pumpkins in the name of Jack and then his therapist Aso and just bitched and moaned at them for a good 20 minutes. <clears throat> so he, he was definitely having a bad week or two. Uh, sorry, I'm just putting in the suggestion. Okay, sorry. I had to do some RP because I just got ran the fuck over. Oh, fucking hell. You went, <laughs> you went driving again, were you? No, I <laughs> actually was running across the street to um, the parking lot right across from Hayes. Mm-hmm. And I hit the sidewalk on the, uh, the other side and Calamity came out of fucking nowhere and just bulldozed me and I went flying <laughs> well as i was just giving my recap then i uh just put in, in the suggestions um the lights mess with the camera angles in the operating room is there a way we could uh put a fixed camera angle so people can see the slash me's because doctors can obviously see mm. it but we can't yeah. it's harder exactly that's that's one of the things that i hate about that like you have to figure out the angle to see everything mm. um so i i literally when i was getting operated on in there was like I just void it Sorry, can I? Uh, I just put like you know, uh, slash me. Can't see too good. We'll try my best. Uh, if they if they let you have OOC, which I don't know why they don't have OOC in that city, uh, I'd have it's posted stupid. there. I'd have been like OOC. Can't see shit. Camera angle bad. Uh, can you verbalize what you're doing? And the guy did. Yeah. He did. He did verbalize what he was doing a lot more. So I was able to then. Give me one second. Gotta on. go back into RP. Mm-hmm. But um. 
yeah, I think that's it for the for the first proper RP um, recap. It pushes over two hours, um, and you know, I, I think we'll try and get these done again in future. Maybe we'll get like Bio or River or some of the other guys from RP in, hopefully, to chat as well. That'd be cool um, and show their experiences and stuff. Um, Dolph, would you want to wrap this up so we can carry on with our days? Yeah. So if you want to send me a message, you can reach me on Twitter at Dolphin Rapture. I'm entertaining most questions. Lon's not religious, political, or racist. Don't be a dick. If you want to send the lovely star a message, they are also on Twitter at Stardust2118. Again, same kind of questions apply. Don't be a dick. If you want to send a message to Bob's, uh, they too are on Twitter at Ratey underscore Coop. Same kind of questions apply. Don't be a dick. Um, I don't know if Jazz has their Twitter going anymore, so I just skip over. No, I was going to say I'm not sure. Never what I do. Is, but I was going to say if you want to catch Jazzy on the Twitters, um, you can probably more likely catch them stream streaming on Twitch. But I unfortunately forget your Twitch handle. <laughs> um, that witch named Jazz, but I haven't been able to stream. Oh yeah, no! For now. For now. TM. <laughs> Across fingers, yeah. If not, I cry all the time. But you can send a message to them through the Spartans in Pajamas uh, Twitter, which is uh, SRP Podcast Crew, Big S, Small I, Big P, all lowercase Podcast Crew. And thank you very much. <laughs> and of course, we can't forget the uh, guy who presses record, Los G nineteen eighty five. Where the fuck you may find it. Hey-o. Uh, okay, that was kind of a rambly, weird kind of uh, therapy session we did this week. But hey, we've all been through it this last few months. And it's sometimes good just to sit down and talk about things. And Facts. hopefully you guys have got a bit of deeper knowledge and where the fuck we are. So if we do act a bit weird and we do act <laughs> shitty with people, it's not because we don't like you. It's probably just because we're having a bad time. And sometimes you uh... don't cope and sometimes you, you throw it out at people. So, um, with that, I'd like to thank you all for listening to episode 144 of the Spawns in Pajamas podcast, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you very much. Good bye. Okay, guys. Bye. Okay, and then.